Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amber Lee. You guys, we have a really fun episode today with Brendan Fitzgibbons. He is a comedian, writer, actor, host, and we are talking about getting into that peace state, going from stress to peace and staying in peace. And we're doing it while laughing our asses off the whole time. He's a comedian. So, you know, and I think I'm pretty damn hilarious too. We just had a good good chat, good vibe. So if you are feeling like you want to just honor your seasons of your journey a little bit more, find a little bit more humor and lightness on your path to self-love, then you're in the right place. We're also talking about the law of attraction versus the law of assumption. And this was a very interesting conversation. We talked a lot about manifestation and money and all those things. So yeah, I'm really excited for you to hear it. We also talk about comparison and confidence and all those things. It's a very, very important episode and topics, you guys. I'm not going to lie. I def have had my days of taking myself way too seriously. I've even cried more than usual this month, which I never do. I am like an emotionless Aquarius, usually a bubbly Leo rising, but the Sag moon, and I am a Sag moon, but there was a Sag full moon and I am a full moon. So it's like this breakdown. And actually now that I think about it, Sagittarius is all about like adventure and travel. So if we were in the moon phase of that, I was literally crying because I felt like my life was boring. So there's that. So I'm just realizing the parallel there. Who else was really affected by this full moon last week? It made me feel crazy. But what really helped me was getting into action. Like sometimes we're like, just rest, you know, take it easy when you're not feeling your best. But for me, it was the opposite. I needed to move my body. I needed to get into action. So resting is not always the answer, guys. You need to like be real with yourself. If you're like in a rut because you're like not feeling good about the way things are. You like want better for yourself. Like sometimes sitting and stewing in it and putting on Real Housewives isn't the answer, which I mean, is really hard for me to say because Real Housewives is kind of the answer to everything for me, but no, get out there, get shit done. We also just did a get out of your own way focus on the rituals by Chakra Girl app. So every week on the app, we are doing a little focus. So this week, our focus is actually about goddess energy and abundance. So we have all of our goddess rituals and abundance rituals are being featured but you can really do any ritual you want, but we just kind of like lay them out like Monday, do this one, Tuesday, do this one. If you want to take the guesswork out of it and you want to do the focused rituals, or you can just do any ritual you want. Anyways, last week we did get out of your way. So I created a comparison detox ritual, which I really needed because guys, we're just comparing ourselves too much. And we actually talk about this in the episode. It's kind of funny. And then we also created a shame spiral 911 ritual. So if you're like shaming yourself about anything in your starting to spiral about it. Maybe you're shaming yourself because you're not getting shit done. Maybe you're shaming yourself because your life is boring like I was doing last week. And it's so funny because I was complaining about my life being boring, even though 
the week before I was complaining about having too much to do. So life, isn't it fun? But yeah, anyways, get the app, you guys. There's so many good rituals on there. So just head to the app store now or Google Play if you're an Android person and type in Rituals by Chakra Girl. You're going to see our beautiful purple app and you can even do a free seven-day trial and it's so much fun. We're going to be doing a 14-day Ascension Challenge on the app too, so you don't want to miss that. So get on there, guys. Get on the app and let's ritual together. Okay, let's get into this episode with Brendan. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected one activated chakra at a time. We have a very fun guest today. His name is Brendan Fitzgibbons. He is a comedian, writer, actor, and the host of the Spiritual Asshole podcast. He's been on Comedy Central and Full Frontal with Samantha B. And I was on Brendan's podcast a while back, so you know he's famous. And we had the best time and he does a really good job at making spirituality light and fun because let's be honest a lot of the woo-woo stuff that we do is quite laughable even though it works and you're gonna love his vibe so welcome to the show brendan hey thank you so much for being here we had such a good time a year ago remember truly truly (laughs) it's been far too long well i'm like the air sign the the aquarius that i am rescheduled about five times but i think um that's kind of the standard with me so already you're doing what I've noticed with people with astrology is blaming their bad behavior on their signs. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like, that's what it's there for. Obviously. I talked to uh, Colin Bedell, who I think you, did you, do you know him? I don't think so. He's a, he runs this site called Queerist, uh, Queer Astrologer. And I was like, Colin, is it true we can kill somebody if Mercury is in retrograde? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do know who he is. I yeah, do. Yeah, he's great. Um, okay. Well, speaking of astrology, I know you don't know your rising sign. What kind of spiritual person are you, but what is your (laughs) sun and your moon? So my sun is a Virgo and my moon is a Scorpio. Oh, great reaction. (laughs) I like when it's so funny because so I always like joke that Scorpios are the worst, but like everyone I have on the show is a Scorpio and I actually like them. And like some of my best friends are Scorpios. So like, I don't know why I'm so afraid of Scorpios. No, but I've heard the same thing, but I also heard, and I would love to know what you think about this. Colin said that you're your moon sign until you're 30 and then you're your sun sign. Really? What do you think about that as a realization? Oh, you know what? That actually makes sense because my moon is Sagittarius, which is like super like adventure, like crazy, like, um, like partying, know it all, like. That's the kind of like dark side of a Sagittarius. The Sagittarius are my favorite. And then, so yeah, that was definitely me when I was younger. And now I'm definitely more of like a space cadet Aquarius who loves conspiracy theories. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we did our podcast, you're like, just so you know, all conspiracy theories are true. I was like, yes. <laughs> there's well, always easy. a line of truth. <laughs> well, that was easy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I, in my early thirties, I was more of a Scorpio, but. When you think of Virgo, do you think like, what do you think? What comes to your mind? When I think of a Virgo, I think of like hyper-organized, detail-oriented, hard on yourself, but like really presentable and, you know, really like put together. Okay. Well, I haven't showered in a week. (laughs) I'm out immediately on that. I would say that that's like three-fourths true. 
Okay. Say- Are you like a color coded tab binder person? It's just so weird. Cause no, but, and in some ways, like when I do my work, whatever work I do. So I also write, I act and stuff. I'm like a psycho about that. But when I, I find people with like binders or set schedules, super annoying. Okay. So I, I, I would say maybe the word I'm looking for is like meticulous. Yes. Like, especially okay. about work, I will go all in and be a psychopath. Like, okay. Yeah. Th- there you go. That's very Virgo. And, and very much the self-criticism, but I'm like really working on that to not okay. oh, of myself. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. Okay. What is a daily ritual that you almost never skip? Meditation. And I have to say in talking to, I've had 118 people on my podcast. I would say almost every single person has mentioned it and brought it yeah. up. It was important. Yeah. Yeah. It might, it sounds like it might be important. <laughs> By like, exactly. I always tell people I've read 300 self-help books. You just need to know three things, meditate, have gratitude and love everyone. Everything else is a waste of time. <laughs> That's so true. And like, but they're, those are also like the three hardest things to do. If we could just get out of our damn way and actually do those things, wouldn't like yeah. be grand. Are you into crystals? Are you a big crystal guy? I'm not a huge crystal guy. I'm open to it, but I remember you and I talked about it and I wanted to do some crystals for my money chakra after you and I talked because it worked. Money chakra. My money money chakra. No, you, when you, your throat story really got to me. I was like, oh man, I got to get crystals. Oh, you have the best memory. My memory's nuts. That's maybe a Virgo thing. Maybe that's a Virgo thing. Yeah. We talked about that. Anyway, okay. So then I'll tell you what your favorite crystal is because that's what the question I was going to ask, but it's going to be citrine. That's what you need to get. I got to write this down. Okay. Beautiful. Citrine. Citrine. It's like yellow. Yes. It's yellow. It's like has the energy of the sun. You put it on your solar plexus right below your rib cage and just like become rich. You can even put it in your wallet. It sounds like I want to eat it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that too. Citrine. <laughs> um, okay. So tell us about your spiritual journey and when you decided to combine spirituality and comedy and make that your thing. Yeah, so I was raised extremely Catholic and Christian by a very intense mother. We have multiple crosses in my house, mm. and the Ten Commandments were legitimately on my wall. And uh, yeah, it was intense. And then I just started like being like, well, I don't think Catholicism is for me anymore because I don't hate myself. And then around, <laughs> then around 20- shame doesn't feel good. I don't know if this is yeah. for me. Something about standing up every day saying my faults, my faults, my yeah. faults doesn't feel good. But then like when I was like 22, I started just going on like a spiritual quest and I tried out multiple churches. I went to like a quote unquote, like regular Christian church and still something was missing. And then around 2000, like then when I was about 26 and 27, I discovered the secret and that was it for me. Okay. That was what opened everything. Thoughts on Joel Osteen. so i have a video on youtube not kidding four years ago where i dressed up as joel osteen and i pretended this was when the hurricane hit in houston and he didn't open his church for people so i pretended to be joel osteen and i went around asking new yorkers for money (laughs) oh my gosh well i but here's the thing like i feel like okay i like joel but like i get it i know that was like a big thing but I'm just curious, like for some, cause I feel like I've, I'm, I'm not, I'm not religious, but yeah. sometimes I listen to Joel. I listen to worship music because I'm like spiritually worshiping God as the creator, which in spirituality, we're still worshiping God, but not in like 
a structured way, we're like realizing, oh, God is in me. So I'm just wondering like your kind of take on the relationship between religion and spirituality. I love, I love this question. And it's a big thing I've discovered this year. And when I make fun of Joseph Osteen, it's not even necessarily, I was making fun of him. I'm more making fun of the cult of him. Like I don't, I personally have no problem with him. I don't like the like overhypeness, but there is like a massive, I know, I remember because I was, when I was in the Christian church, people like didn't like him because he was all about prosperity theory and right. which actually makes me like him more. Exactly. <laughs> well, because when I listen to him, he's really talking about law of attraction and then throwing in some Bible stories. A hundred thousand percent. And you know, I, I'll, I obviously I'll be talking about this dude a lot, I think on this episode, but Neville Goddard always almost exclusively talked about God. So I have no problem with people talking about God or because I think that they are all mostly saying the same things. My issue became when I feel like people use Christianity and God as this thing outside of you. And it's used as almost like a bludgeon to keep people small. The -hmm. way that my mom worships God is super dangerous, I think. Uh, Okay, (laughs) so that's good. No, that's that's actually like the perfect um, explanation is that in, in, in organized religion, you're bowing down to something and being like, I'm a mere peasant. Whereas in spirituality, you're like, Oh, like I can do all the things God can do. I just need to like, get out of my way, you know? Yeah. Or there's like the select few, like Joel is just somehow Joel Osteen just has the magical God inside of him. Right. Have look at the hair. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at that hair. Only look at the hair. <laughs> He's like Jesus. But uh, like in the law of attraction, it, or sorry, law of attraction, uh, Course in Miracles, which I feel like, have you read A Course in Miracles? No, but I mean, I've heard about it so much. It's such my- like a good, like in between, I feel like, because they, they kind of say that like, you are not to worship anyone except for God, but you are God. So you're basically meant to just worship yourself and, you know, the power that you are. And then also it's like in doing so everyone else is also God. So you're kind of worshiping everyone and everyone's on an evil, even playing field. Yeah. I think people are so freaked out by this idea because there's this weird tacit thought in society where it's like, I can't be hump. I can't be this confident in myself because then like something bad will happen to me or I have to earn it. But people don't understand it actually works in reverse. Exactly. Look at the rap community. I I know. My God. Like look at every, like every, (laughs) every like, like super successful person. There's a bit of pompousness in there. And you have to be look at professional athletes. Kevin Durant recently referred to himself as the God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's going, that's maybe going a little far, maybe some humility, but I feel like people are so, cause we want to fit in with the tribe so bad. So we're scared. If we go around being like, I'm the shit, we're going to get alienated, but there's a way to do it with a sense of connection to your higher spirit. So it's not ego. And you can keep that shit internally. You don't have to go around being like, what's up? I'm God. Hey, everybody. (laughs) You can just keep it and just believe and like, watch how much better your life will become, you know? what tips do you have for like keeping in that confidence when you're maybe in like a comparison with someone else or you're like really like kind of seeing someone that you're like quote unquote like jealous of or someone who has with what you want like how do you keep in that confidence the only power you have in any situation is your own perspective of you mm-hmm. so the more that you spend time compare and that dude you're talking to 
a former comparison king over here. Yeah. <laughs> the, more, the more you spend time trying to compare yourself, like I, I'm in entertainment. I've absolutely kind of compared myself, look at people on movie sets, booking shows all the time. It makes me feel bad, but that doesn't do anything. All you can do is compare and talk about where you're at and feel like, and really, really, really control what, how your perspective of the situation, it's so important. And that that's your only power you have. You can't do anything about them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are your thoughts on like, fake it till you make it? Man. So I had this guy on, uh, he wrote this book called like unstoppable self-confidence is his whole thing was like, I hate that term. Yeah. But I think that I'm a very big believer now in living in the end, that idea from Neville Goddard, which is basically like, and you mentioned this on our podcast, embodying the thing. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's not faking it, but what would, how would the person who wants $2 million be acting in that situation? Yeah. Almost like vibe, vibe, like vibe it till you make it like have that vibration. Yeah. But I started watching that we crash series about that guy who made like a, $1.5 $1.5 billion creating WeWork. And he would go around just lying to everybody. Like he would talk about like how rich he was and he like had oh sweat, my God. sweatpants and like Lady Gaga used to call clubs in New York when she was 19 being like, do you guys hear about this Lady Gaga? She's blowing up. Oh my gosh. And like Kim Kardashian calling the paparazzi on herself. Yeah. Like I think it's kind of awesome to be mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> There's something to it. I think it's like, and again, to go back to what you said earlier, if you really start studying the people that you look up to, you will see the common thread that all of them have a little bit of this. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's how you get power. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. It's your only power. That's so, it literally like, it's like, it literally like fills you up with vibration that will help you get to that level. You have to like, it's like speaking it into existence. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you, cause you talked about embodying it. Like, did you always have that? Cause I feel like you do a really good job of that. I'm starting to finally do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny because I feel like I'm in a weird stage right now, like where I've like stepped backwards in my, cause like I've stepped down in my business to create something completely different. So it's cool. like, I'm, I feel like I've gone to like the reverted back to like a bit of like a fear place. And yeah. so it's like before, like, yeah, I always was like, you know, talking myself up and acting as if, and, but like, you know, and then actually making the fucking money and like doing really <laughs> well. And then I like retired from everything to hit pause to launch the app plug for the rituals by shocker girl app. Um, this episode is, <laughs> this episode is brought to you. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I mean, full transparency, like I'm, I'm, I'm relearning all of this relearning. It's like how to re like how to bring myself back to that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a journey and I think that's a big part about spirituality is that it's not always a linear line. Like it's a, it's a spiral. I always say that it's like a spiral and like you go up and then you dip down and then you go up and then you dip down. Um, but every time you dip down, you're not dipping as low as you were before. And then every time you go up, you go up a little bit higher. So I think it's always like always a learning of like, okay, Um, now I've reached this new level and now there's kind of like a a stronger vibration that I need to hold and find out how to hold that even stronger vibration. Is it because you think that you're dipping down a little bit now because you're not seeing the evidence of the success? Exactly. That's exactly it. That's always the trip. That's always the trick. But it's like, I also know in my heart and soul that this 
app is the fucking thing that is going to like skyrocket like crazy and going to like, you know, really create the most impact, but also make me the most rich. So, <laughs> so it's like, I know that, like I unshakably know that, but then when you're like, Oh, I want to stay at the like most expensive hotel when I go to Italy. And <laughs> Like maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Um, so it's just funny, like from someone who was all like abundance, abundance, abundance. And now I'm like, oh, now I have to watch what I spent. Oh yeah. That's gotta be an adjustment, man. It is. So, so I think like to back to our conversation about like, you know, holding that vibration it's like, it's, it's like, don't get mad at yourself if you're not necessarily doing it 24 seven, because every time there's a higher vibration to hold, it's going to take a new clearing, I think like a new clearing of like old shadows, but also new tools to get you there. Yeah, I totally, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's so important to also remember that it doesn't have to be perfect. That's a big turning point for me where I, I used to think like, oh, I have to, with law of attraction, I have to have the perfect thoughts, the perfect vibe, be exactly grateful a hundred times. And then I can get the things I want, but no, it doesn't work like that. And, and also that's super hard on yourself. And also that's a very religious way of approaching the law of retraction. If you think about it, like I will get the things when I act correctly. Yes. That's fucked up, man. Like that's, I, and that's what I was doing. I just took my Catholicism. I took my Christianity mindset. I took my Joel Osteen mindset and I just brought it over to the secret. Yes. And, and then when it wasn't working out, I was like, oh, well, it's my fault. I'm fucking up, which is so unhelpful. Yes. That's, that's equally, but that's again, religious. Like, well, you did this. Sorry. Like, yeah, the punishment, like the punishment punishment. and like the like self-shaming for not being perfect and like always going in a straight upwards trajectory. And like, what if we just all operated from the perspective of like, you just deserve everything you want. Doesn't yeah, matter. I actually it's like posted about that today. I want to read what I said. It was quite <laughs> profound. No, let's read, let's um, only read from your Instagram. Let's go there. So I said, I said, my divine path is already decided. All my desires and more are destined for me. When I get out of my way and into the flow of spirit, I get there faster and with the least resistance. Move out of your head and into your heart, which is so true. Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. It's the universe wants to give you everything you want. It's just how much are you allowing it based off of your patterns? It's crazy. So let's talk about that. What are some ways that you, and I know like one thing I love about what you do is like about not taking spirituality too seriously. So if you're kind of like in a funk or in a growth season, how do you bring light to it when it feels really heavy? Yeah. I mean, the most important thing to me is being able to laugh at yourself and know that like lightness and fun I'm always, I always say there's always time to, for a joke and there's always time to dance. Like you'll find those times in your moment, in your days, and you'll realize how the lightness and the fun and the joy is when even more good can come in. Again, your brain could trip you up and be like, no, I need to double down even harder. Nothing's coming work even harder. It's like, or, or you could take your foot off the gas (laughs) and let in some good and make fun of yourself a little bit and realize that like, we're all human and everybody messes up. And what I love about comedy, it's just pointing out the commonalities of our humanity and how it's hilarious that we're humans and we do dumb, funny things sometimes. Yes, <laughs> don't we? And don't it's we great. All? And, it's, and it should be celebrated, dude. It's like, it's great. All these people that we look up to, they all do dumb stuff. You don't think they have crazy machinations running around in their head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what is the law of assumption? Okay, so- Law of assumption is to assume, which you already do, I feel like really well, assume the wish is fulfilled. So how would you go around in your day if you were the millionaire, if you had the perfect partner, if you're in the great relationship, if you had the dream job? So it is embodying it. And it's massively different. I mean, law of attraction is a part of all this, but it's massively different to me because as I mentioned before, I used to be like, how can I do these things to attract these things? And now Mm -hmm. law of assumptions, like I'm starting from this place and then I'm going to pull my feelings along with me to get to that place. Yes. So I read this book. It's, it's, it's actually a nonfiction or a fiction book. It's incredible. It's called midnight library. And it's the story of this woman. She's super depressed. She's 35. She's living in England. And one night she ODs on pills and she wakes up in this library. And in the library is the library. The only person in the library is her librarian from her elementary school and in front of her are thousands and thousands of books and every book is a different life that she could live Mm. so basically she's like well I want to see what the life is like where I'm married I want to see the life what what my life is like when I'm a rock star and with law of assumption you are literally choosing which book you want to pull Mm. you know what I mean so it's like today I'm going to decide for me like how would I act if I had my dream acting role and I was a voice on a cartoon and I was in a great relationship and I was a millionaire, I'm going to pull that book because as I'm sure you believe a thousand lives are possible at every second. 
Oh, totally. Like I, like I believe we're multidimensional and every time we actually make a choice, like a new, like portal to a different dimension is created. And there's like all these different crossroads and that our vibration decides which timeline we're going to hop onto. It's incredible. And, and I don't know if people are knowing this, but like that idea is becoming very popularized in our culture. Yes. Like, well, I- and they like, they like, it's like scientifically proven in quantum physics. I just saw everywhere, everything everywhere at once. It's literally about this. Yes. And um, Spider-Man, the new one about this very thing. And it's so true. The problem, the the issue that we all run into is like, we get tricked into thinking that our 3D reality is the only way. Mm -hmm. And then we look at it and we're like, well, nothing's changing. So therefore this is just how my life is. It's like, no, the exact opposite is true. This is old, as Esther Hicks said, this is old news. Mm-hmm, your, mm-hmm. your thousand opportunities are happening at any moment. So it's like, pull the book of your life that you want to live and try it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So true. And then you hit it on the head with like third dimensional, like we are like, it's, it's like people who are doing the spiritual work know that they aren't, they are no longer in that kind of like mundane rat race of you know, that, that the rest of the world is in, we are literally in like a different state of consciousness. Um, not to say we're like better than everyone else, but we are, but, (laughs) (laughs) but in that like higher dimensional consciousness, we have that ability to choose, but it's so easy to forget that and to be pulled back down to this third dimensional way of thinking. Cause that's how we were trained. We were literally like indoctrinated from kindergarten to university of like one plus one equals two. This is the only way this certain thing can happen. I remember like in like an economics class, they were talking about, I can't even remember what it's called. What's it called in like the market where it's like, if this goes up, this goes down. It's like, economics oh yeah 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 but I just remember thinking like but what if there's a flood oh wait what is it why can't I think of the word like you know oh supply and demand sorry yes like supply and demand and it's like but how do you know like how do you know that that's going to go up what if like a bunch of people randomly decide they don't want to buy a house and what if there's like a you know what if there's a flood what if it like how do you know that like there's so many possibilities and like my brain just couldn't think in that linear way and I'm so grateful that I never got trained into that like limiting mindset yeah and what happens is like you know, we all get tested. Like I love, I believe in this totally. And then if I spend an hour and a half on the phone with Delta airlines, all of a sudden I don't give a fuck about parallel exactly. lives. <laughs> so like, like, exactly. You, Delta airlines. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about lately too, is like, you know how I always say like, Oh, taking the yoga off your mat, but like taking the meditation into your life. There is, there's like this saying, and it's like before enlightenment, chop wood after enlightenment, chop wood yeah, or something like that. that. And it's that. like, you have to bring it into your everyday life. And that is the hard part. It's like, I feel so damn good until about like noon when I'm, cause I'll like wake up, I'll do my workout. I'll be listening to my Joel Osteen or some like worship <laughs> music or some Kundalini music. And then I'll like sit down at my desk and I'm like, ah, fuck, I have to do this or this evil right. came in or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Why uh-huh. can't I bring that feeling into the whole day? But like, it's a practice. So like, what are your tips for doing your best to stay in that vibration, doing the kind of like mundane, irritating day-to-day things. Yeah. So 
one of the things that changed my life is constantly listening to subliminal affirmations. Mm-hmm. I, I put myself on like a subliminal boot camp, and they all say like 21 days, which is so funny because I'm like, what is this number based on? I'm like, I feel like it could be 100 days. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It could be one day. But I started reading the comments of people who did it, and I started really believing because, first of all, the comments were shockingly positive. And second of all, people had like legit, incredible life-changing testimonials. And I was like, well, what's the worst can happen? So I started falling asleep to them. Then for like, I would say a month and a half, I was literally using every downtime I had, all the in-between moments just to put in like someone being like, I am worthy. Yeah. It's always Jason Stevenson. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did that and then at one point last year, when I went really hard, I manifested a ton of money in like three days. It was crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I love that. And also I'm adding subliminals to the app. This episode is brought to you by the rituals by Shocker girl app. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you should please do it. Cause I think it's, it's life-changing. I actually had a question for you though. So what do you do you personally, when something shows up on your life and you know, it's like the old story of you and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, why like this again? Yeah. I mean, I'm actually like in a phase like that right now. Like I said, um, <laughs> so first I cry and freak out. Um, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you, Amber Lee? Um, no, I mean, sometimes. And then no. So what I really do is I will like journal it out. Like for me, it's like journaling, And then doing like a corresponding ritual, which is usually something chakra related. I always kind of know like where in my body this resides. Um, And here's the thing. It's like, often we think that we need like years of therapy to like heal these things. But I, I almost like to think of the shadow as like something outside myself and talking to it as if it's like a little child that needs love and you can even like visualize that it's yourself when you are a child because typically like whatever that shadow is is something that happened to you before you were seven years old so I'll like I'll be like oh yeah you know this pattern came up because of this situation like I'll give a money example that I've talked about before like I remember when I was like nine years old my dad was like I had like a Toys R Us gift certificate and I wanted to buy a doll and he was like Oh, he was like, you're, you're too old for dolls. Like you should buy something that will like, you'll use for longer, like a video game. So I, then I got into this pattern of like thinking I was irresponsible with money and like always feeling like I had to do the responsible thing. So like when I, when that comes up, then I kind of like bring myself back to that moment and do the inner child work around that. And I'll tell myself what that little girl needed to hear in that moment. So yeah, that really works tapping on it, journaling on it, those kinds of things. But I think we need to really like identify that that shadow came to us from somewhere. Um, and yes, we take accountability for it hundred percent, but we can also see it as something that is outside of ourselves that just needs to be released. It's not, it's not you. It's not a part of you. It doesn't have to be deeply ingrained in you and you can just let it go into the light. And, and then it's just hyper awareness too, like knowing when that comes up and choosing another thought. So you just uh, reiterated why I'm terrified to have kids because your dad said one mild comment. <laughs> 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 you up for life. Me up for life. 
Oh, that's so, oh, so he's like, oh, maybe like, okay, cool. I'll just be, yeah, I'll be fucked up for 40 years. It's fine. No. Exactly. It's like the funniest little things. And like, I, I was telling my mom the other day, I was like, when you told me like, like, you know, you know how you're, you, you have a birthday and your mom's like, never grow up or you're growing up too fast. Stop growing up. That like scared me. Like I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I won't. I won't then. And I was like, would hide things from her because I didn't want her to know that I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So another technique that I started using, I, I think I'm gonna say that I coined this. So hey, no big deal. Uh, also, if anyone wants is listening, you should download the Rituals podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started doing this thing where I start zooming out and connecting the feelings. So let me explain. So like to use your example of like by two o'clock, you're on your computer and you're super freaking out. I started zooming out in those moments and being like, what objectively is causing me to feel this way and connect? So if I feel bad at 2 p.m., I start asking myself questions like, have you eaten? Have you yes. been on your computer too long? Have you been outside? Have you meditated? Have you like, are you out of bed? Do you have like working clothes on? Because yes. people, people need to realize like how, you know, like context matters so much. Yeah. And so when you zoom out and you're like, okay, why am I actually feeling this way? And then, cause when you have those thoughts and you're in that state where you're not feeling great, you're going to start then doubting other things. Like, well, yeah. now what about my relationship? Now, what about my friends? And it's like, yeah. okay, you're in this, you're in a state right now. That's not great. So give yourself a break, zoom out of the situation. Don't like, sometimes I feel like when we're in those states, we're like, well, then I need to go even harder. But again, to go back to what I was saying earlier, like zoom out and realize what do you think when you feel great? Like when you're feeling great, what are your thoughts then? Because that is really what's true. So I try yeah. to always go back to the truth of who you really are. And like when I'm in that empowered morning state, which I'm with you, like I feel great in the mornings. Mm -hmm. My time's like four to five. And I'm like, I need, I nap like honestly, cause I'll be like, fuck this day. I'm going to yeah. nap, nap and restart. I watch Real Housewives. I like turn on Real Housewives and then it's over for me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole day's over. Yeah. yeah. But really like restarting and not going far. Don't let, don't be taken down by the negative train of thought you have and the momentum of that and think that it's your truth. Mm -hmm. Chances are you just need to maybe like stand up and eat something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so true. Like, like that was literally me this morning like I was I was just like looking at my computer and being like oh okay I have to do this I have to do this and then I was like oh I haven't eaten like that's why my heart is racing and I'm sweating like it's not because I have to do two things for work like it's fine <laughs> literally like I'll be on my third cup of coffee and I'm like why am I so anxious exactly <laughs> and then I was oh like God, oh God. right I had I had a cup of coffee and I didn't eat anything that makes sense that makes um, so but at the end of the day like to that point like all we're doing is like chasing peace like that's all like that's like the that's answer to everything great. it's like how can I bring myself back to peace in this moment and having like a bunch of tools in your back pocket to bring you there um and it's that's like great. we all need what we we all know what we need and it's just like setting yourself up for that that's so great this title of this episode better be chasing peace or I'm gonna be pissed okay done <laughs> chasing peace writing that down I had it penciled in as law of attraction but funny but i like chasing peace law of attraction but funny it's cool <laughs> <laughs> well, finally someone's funny about it my god <laughs> oh, goodness okay so i want to talk about the spiritual asshole podcast so yeah. you're not an asshole so i mean not to me yet but like where did that come from <laughs> 
I think it's because I, I like the title a lot because I feel like it's a dichotomy and yeah. I feel like very much the spiritual side of me. So yeah, to go back to like where I sort of came from. And then while I was like going down this path, like after I discovered the secret, I was doing comedy in New York and not telling anyone that I was doing the self-help stuff because back then, and I think you and I started around the same time, not a lot of people were talking about it the way it is now. No. And com- the comedy scene is very um, the opposite the, of self-care, I would say. <laughs> not in the, even now in the comedy scene, they'd be like, cool, you're full of shit. And yeah. uh, so I was keeping it very much hidden from my family, from everybody I know. And so I just decided to sort of combine. I'm like, these are the two things I love the most and I want to combine them. And I feel like the spiritual side of me is spiritual, you know, and then the asshole side of me is kind of comedy. So I think it's like, it represents spirituality. Then also it represents like just our humanness and how we should laugh yeah. at it. So that's like when I hear spiritual asshole, I think of like some like Gandhi guy, like having road rage at someone. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And tell us about the podcast. I mean, I've been on it, but like who, what kind of people are you interviewing and like, what are you trying to share with the world through this platform? Yeah, I mean, similar to what you're doing, I would say like less crystals on mine. Yeah. But <laughs> less chakras. But no, and you I'll don't talk- know your rising signs. So. I don't know my rising sign. So yeah. But I'll talk to anyone. I mean, I've talked to, you know, guys like Mark Victor Hansen who co I, I thought I was special. Okay. I'll talk to <laughs> just about anyone. <laughs> I'll talk to just about anyone. Hey, sorry. But uh yeah, no, I'll, t- I'll talk to you. And that's it. And then I talked to uh, I talked to Mark Victor Hansen. He co-wrote the Chicken Soup books. I talked to a bunch of popular YouTubers about Law of Assumption. I'll talk to yeah. I mentioned Colin Bedell about astrology. Anything that is about any kind. I talked to a woman who had this uh, site called the Crappy Childhood Fairy. It was all about um, trauma in childhood. Okay. And somehow we made it kind of funny. But okay. I'll talk to, I, my, my interest is just like any kind of self-development or personal wellness thing and real people who I really identify with this business. I, I like, I feel like sometimes people look at self-help and they're like, they're all charlatans. I'm like, I feel like of everybody who I talk to, and I would love to hear your opinion on this, maybe one or two people. I was like, I don't know if I really trust that person. Everyone else has been amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've had really good people. Some people are maybe like a wet blanket and I'm just like, (laughs) somebody get this guy a coffee or a citrine crystal. But, but yeah, I, I, I think every single person, I I mean, I haven't, I think there've been two that I'm like, I'm not even going to air this. That was just painful. Like someone (laughs) answered every question with "Mm, maybe mm, kind of not mm, kind of, I was like, could you elaborate? (laughs) My God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's rough as a host you're like please keep talking but no, yeah but I, I think said, like yeah. I, oh sorry go ahead no no I, was, I, I totally think the majority of people if you have passion to help people I want to talk to you exactly and I think that's kind of like a commonality between like your podcast and mine and is really about people who are on a journey to better themselves and are will. I think like one of the big things too, is like willing to talk about how imperfect you are and not trying to make it seem. And this is what one thing that kind of pisses me off about the, like on like the Instagram spiritual (laughs) is they're really trying to make themselves seem perfect. And like, they don't have any issues and like, 
I'm like, and I'm not someone who's going to fucking cry on Instagram. Like, no, never. Like, I don't cry for anyone. But like, I think there's needs to be a level of not even vulnerability, like to your point, like making light of it and being like, yeah, like, you know, I don't feel perfect 100% of the time. Yeah, honestly, the feedback I've gotten from my audience at times is I really like it when your guests talk about their struggles. Yeah. I had uh, Lucy, she runs a great YouTube called Life by Lucy and on and her life, her perspective of her life, her social media presence looks amazing. And I was just like, first question, I was like, all right, tell us the worst things going on in your life right now so my listeners don't feel bad about them. Yeah. <laughs> and she was so glad I asked that because yeah, nobody, everyone's out there, out there on the streets presenting this like incredible version. And I get it because success is attractive, but you have to understand like, and this has been a big, really big point of growth for me. Don't put anybody on a pedestal, man. Yeah. Even, even if it's Joel Osteen. Exactly. Like, don't, don't, do, don't do it, man. I'm telling you, and especially don't do it in relationships. That was my no. me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that was a big lesson for me just in the online world too. And like, you know, I made a lot of friends in this space and I was like, but she has more followers than me. Is she really oh, gonna yeah. like me? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no. for fuck's sake, oh wait, we're all people. I very much have like been reaching out to guests sometimes. I'm like, oh, they have so many followers. I don't know if they'll do my podcast. And it's like that, no, that's stupid. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I just love this conversation and your energy. If you could just leave us off with one last tidbit, anything that's on your heart, what would you want the world to know today? Wow, this is really good. I hate when people ask me this and I never usually ask it, but I just felt like putting you on the spot. No, 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 no. This is really good. I would just tell everybody that, similar to what I've said, but I, I guess I want to say even clearer, like you're here for a very specific reason and you have everything that you want is within you. And the more that you're able to really center and realize that, that you're actually made already of the thing you want it exists already inside of you, the, just the better you're going to feel and the more likely you're going to see it like materialize in your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. You Joel, got it. You Joel have Olstein would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised you like Olstein. This was like the biggest revelation of this podcast. I, it's very new. We're 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 newly together, but um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So does this mean that in your moment of darkness, you turn to Joel Osteen? I just like I actually my husband like hates that I do this because we have like a home gym and I'll listen to him while I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's, I don't know. It just makes me feel good after. I don't know I what it, it is. It's no, great. I love it. It's great. Um, so where can we find you, connect with you, yes. all the things? I'm on Instagram at the underscore Brennan Fitzgibbons on Instagram. And uh, my podcast is at spiritualasshole.com. And it's also all over all of the sites, you know, Apple, Spotify, the deal. The places, the usual places, places. the usual. Amazing. Well, you guys make sure to check out all things, Brendan, listen to the podcast, particularly my episode. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the rest of them are great too. And let us know how you like this episode, share it, rate it five stars, leave some comments, reach out to Brendan, reach out to I share it in your stories. We love to connect with you guys. So love you all mean it. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Yeah. Guys. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.